In today's episode, Dallas goes deep on how gratitude and celebrating wins creates the right environment for success. Oh, also, you'll want to stick around and find out what a comma day is. Check it out. Are you hitting a wall in your business because you feel like you're too busy? Do you ever wish there were more hours in a day? This podcast is for hyper-focused entrepreneurs who want to learn the secrets of superhuman productivity. Together, we're going to kick procrastination in the teeth. We're going to slice through BS excuses like a katana blade. We don't ever wonder what happened because we're the ones that made it happen. My name is Josh Thomas. You've now entered the do zone. Welcome to the DZ Tribe. There is nothing so useless as doing efficiently that which should not be done at all. Peter Drucker. DZ Tribe, Josh Thomas. If you haven't already, check out thedozone.com for productivity tips, accountability, and just a bunch of really cool guys and gals that are looking to get more stuff done. Once again, that's thedozone.com. Our guest today is Dallas Jones, and Dallas is a God-fearing, family-loving businessman on a mission to make technology work better for everyone. And so looking forward to getting into this and understanding how he works, and uh, I'm going to have him talk about his comma days here in a minute, which is a pretty cool concept. But Dallas, welcome to the Do Zone. Say what's up to the tribe and uh, tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Hey, Josh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. So that, wow, that's a, that's a heavy question to start out the interview with. Oh, uh, so something that people wouldn't normally think of. Okay. So one of the ways that I start my day off is, and I don't do it every morning, even though I should, and you know, we get in those habits, but starting off with prayer and really seeking God's face every morning, you know, it's, it's a crazy world that we live in. We're always so busy as entrepreneurs. We want to get up at 5.00 AM or 4.30 AM. We want to hit the gym at five, then, you know, get home, you know, take kids to school, do this and do that, you know, cram in all of our morning stuff, you know, get as much as we can get done, done before the sun comes up, before everybody else is up so that we can be ahead of the curve. But I will tell you that the mornings that I take the first fruits of my day and spend it just sitting, meditating, praying and listening to God, those are the days that wind up going the best for me. Good to know. So it's, it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of a reset or, or a way of kind of controlling the pace of what's going to happen next. It, it, it's all about focus. It's all about bringing focus in, you know, Jesus himself said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. So it's one of those things that I, I am a firm believer that God is in control of everything and that he owns everything. He made it all. So if let's say we've got 24 hours in a day, if we give our first hour to him back to him and say, you know what, you've blessed me with another day. So I'm going to give the first part of it to you. That opens us up for blessing 
to be able to receive the rest of the day with his blessing. If we wait until the end of the day and only give him the last little bit of time that we have, then what's, what, what's there left? What's left for him to bless? You know, uh, it's, it's interesting you say that. And uh, we were both, we were both in the same room yesterday, listening to some speakers, uh, talk and Mark Zalmanoff, um, was, I believe saying something very similar to what you were just saying. So Mark Zalmanoff is the, the author of a book called make good choices for those of you not familiar. And, uh, he was up on stage talking about death memento mori and uh he has that tattooed on his arm and he was doing like i don't know 300 burpees or something in some workout and uh somewhere in the middle he happened to look down and saw his arm and he saw that tattoo and he was thinking man you know these burpees suck but what if this is what if this is the last time that i get to do burpees you know, what if I, what if I get in my car and I get in a car wreck and die today? What if this is the last time I get to do this? What if this is the last time I get to complain about how hard these burpees are, <laughs> you know? And, and I think I, I don't want to read too much into what you're saying, but that's what was coming to mind as you were talking about this is um, the, every day that you get is a gift. And what are you doing with that gift? Are you wasting it? Are you leaving it in the closet? Are you throwing it in the trash? Are you regifting? <laughs> There's all kinds of things you can do with that gift. But what you really need to be doing is enjoying, enjoying it, appreciating it, and showing gratitude for it. And, and that's, that's what I'm kind of interpreting from what you're saying. Am I, am I close? Oh, absolutely. So uh, gratitude opens you up to generosity. And I like how you use that word get, because a lot of times we wake up in our day and we say, oh, I have to make my Facebook posts. Oh, I have to you know, write an article. Oh, I have to you know, get dressed for work. I have to take my kids to school. We get to do all of those things. We, it, I, I, I like that word get because that idea just really needs to sink in. I got to wake up today. Yeah. I get to wake up. It's cold outside. It's 20 degrees here in North Texas. And I know some people think you think that's cold. Come move to Canada. Or, yeah. It's cold. It is. There's, there's no two ways about it, but I get to wake up in a house with working heat. Mm -hmm. I yeah. get to wake up in a house. I get to see the sunrise. I have a client who doesn't have eyes, like seriously, his eyeballs shriveled up and shrank. And I'll tell you, every time I visit with that client, I'm like, the fact that I have my eyesight, that's a gift. That's a blessing. And a lot of times we forget those small things, but just walking throughout your day with gratitude, even when I eat, when I eat my breakfast this morning, there are at least a billion people on this planet that are either going hungry or having to fight for their life for just crumbs. There are over a billion people in this world who would kill to eat my trash. And when you think about it like that, 
it, and when you focus, even coming back to God, when you focus on God as a huge, giant, loving God, it makes all of my problems look super small. Yeah. Yeah. Super deep, man. I didn't know, you know, I never know where we're going to go when I ask that question. And that's what the amazing thing about that question is, is because it, it reveals something unique about each person. And, and the topic that you've really brought up here, excuse me, is, is gratitude. And, uh, you know, not, not everybody who listens to this podcast is uh, a devout Christian or evangelical or uh, praise to God, or, or, you know, there, there are lots of, there are lots of options there, including no option. Um, but the spirit of what you're saying is gratitude, being thankful, saying, I get to, instead of saying, I have to. And that's, and, and that's the, that's, that's a good topic for us to discuss today. I get to do this. And, and how has, uh, you made some really great points. How has I get to do this helped you become a better entrepreneur and a better business owner? Uh, what are some things that this, this attitude of gratitude and I get to do things, how did that help you start to construct your business and the way that you operate? Well, wow, that's a great question. So knowing that this is an opportunity that I've been given, it motivates me. And there's this voice in the back of my head saying, this is a gift. Don't screw it up. You know, this is a gift that you've been given. Not everybody gets this chance. Not everybody gets this shot. I I, I don't believe there's anything special about anything that I do. I am very confident that anyone could do it. But the fact that I am doing it and there are so many people that aren't, that's a blessing. That's a gift. Um, you know, I have six employees now I get to show up to work so that those guys can have a lifestyle so that they can have an income so that they can have an opportunity to grow and become a better person. You know, it's not, Oh, I have to, because when you say, Oh, I have to do this, I have to do that. There's a part of your mind that is dragging you back and trying to hold you back saying, well, you have to, but that free will inside of you says, well, but I really don't have to, I, I, <laughs> I have to, but I don't, but I really want don't to. have to. I don't want yeah. to. <laughs> exactly. But when you look at it as I get to do this, then it, it opens up that this is a free will choice. This is an ability. And there's always that part of us that wants to unlock our superpowers, you know, like, uh, when you think of somebody like Spider-Man, not everybody gets to fling webs and swing from building to building in New York. Not everybody gets to jump around like that. And so what are you doing with that gift that you've received that you get to do? So I get to employ people. I get to have an impact on my community. I get to give back. And so it's no longer, I have to, it's, it becomes an opportunity to do something great. 
Well, let's let's talk about your your Spider-Man web flinging skills as far as growing and scaling a tech company. Um, that's that's something that I'm sure our audience is very interested and keen to know. How how did you get started with this, and and how how did you build that up to, into what it is? Actually, you know what? I want you to percolate on that question, and okay. I I want to share something with the audience that that I've never heard from anybody else but you. And we're sitting there talking one day and you walked in, you had this huge smile on your face and you're like, man, I'm so excited right now. I've had like 10 common days in a row. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's cool, man. What's a comma day. And, and then you explained it to me. So first, first uh, tell, tell the tribe, tell the DZ tribe here. What's a comma day. So a comma day is when my income of the day or my production of the day, that number has at least one comma in it. Now, it may not seem big to like million dollar and billion dollar owners, but when you're first starting out as an entrepreneur and you hustle and you grind, I mean, think about it. You came from a job where you might've been on a salary making, you know, 200, 300 bucks a day. Maybe if you were lucky, some of us came from jobs where we were making like 50 bucks a day. And so to go from that to building your machine, building your business, hustling and working hard and giving back, adding value, putting yourself in the marketplace as an entrepreneur, I think that first thousand dollar day is a huge step. And so I celebrate those days and when we have multiple comma days in a row, we celebrate that. And I'm sure I'm going to look back two years, five years from now, it's going to be like, I celebrated that. If I only made a thousand bucks in a day, I'd be hurting, you know, but uh, it's, it's just, it's an incredible feeling because a lot of people don't get to break that glass ceiling. Yeah. They, you know, a lot, a lot of folks that we know, they're not going to see that. The, the thing that I'm working on right now is having my team and the people I'm working under make comma days for themselves. You know, you, you, you touched on something important there and it's about celebrating your wins. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we, we spend a good amount of time saying, Hey, I get to, instead of I have to, and that's one important concept, but celebrating your wins is also important. Uh, we have a mutual friend, Sebastian Rusk, uh, who recently launched a podcast and he celebrated the fact that it got to 2000 downloads and it's like, okay, well, I mean, that's not that many, but it's like more than a few. Uh, and, and he very specifically said, dude, celebrate everything you can, any chance you get, because oh, yeah. If you're doing something, there's a good chance that you're doing way more than anybody else just by showing up and doing it. And, and so he made that point and that, that made it make a lot more sense. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I am going to celebrate your 2000 downloads because why not? You know, mm -hmm. that's, that's a pretty good accomplishment. You know, most people, if they're starting a podcast, they don't get past seven episodes. Uh, I launched recently and I launched with seven episodes. <laughs> You know, well, that's because you're in the do zone. That's, that's right, man. I'm in the do zone. I don't mess around. You know, I do. And, and I, I very specifically launched with seven episodes to, to basically take that phrase and shove it because I'm going to start 
where most people don't get past. And so everything that I do from that point on is a win and I'm going to celebrate it. I'm celebrating the fact that you, you and I are here on this uh, interview and we're going to publish this conversation and somebody else is probably going to hear it. Maybe not. I mean, maybe nobody's going to ever listen to the podcast. I don't know. I don't care because I'm still going to do it because the point is not necessarily to show off, but it's to celebrate. It's to celebrate the relationships that you have. It's to celebrate those wins, celebrate those comma days that we get because it's something to celebrate. If you wake up every day and you're giving gratitude to, to God or Allah or Buddha or the universe or whatever it is that you subscribe to, that's awesome. But what are you celebrating that day? What are you celebrating at the end of the day? Like, man, I got to do this because there's this present tense, like I get to go to work. I get to do burpees. I get to participate in life. And then when you go and you lay down at the end of the day, what are you celebrating? You're getting you gratitude for getting, to. yeah, you're getting, you're, you're giving gratitude for getting to do something and you're celebrating that you got to do it. Exactly. And so what did you celebrate today that you got to do? And Dallas, it, you, you gave a great example. And, and I think, I mean, I think this should be its own movement. I think you need a t-shirt and you need to sell it. And, you know, any entrepreneur that has a comma day, I don't care who you are or how much money you're making. That's a good day. You know, you got a comma day. That's a good freaking day, man. Like I'll take it. Anytime I can make a thousand dollars in a day, I'm probably doing something right. And so, so tell me more about this. Like, obviously, you know, it's, it's kind of like this mental milestone and like, all right, four figures, add the comma. That's awesome. But, but let's talk about like, how could, how could that impact somebody who's, who's out there struggling, trying to make it, trying to get to the next level. If you have, if you have a comma day every day this year, you're making $365,000 in a year and you put yourself into the top 5% of income earners in the United States. Talk to me about the impact mentally that that has and talk to me about the mental impact that it had on you when you started having comma days and you never had them before. So that, that's one of the awesome things. So uh, it, I just want to rewind for a little bit before I answer that question. You yeah, mentioned went off on a tangent if, there. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No, no, it's all good. We'll get, we'll get back to it. I'm just going to segue for just a quick second because you mentioned something about how even if nobody listens to the show and you and I were in the same room yesterday mm-hmm. and there was a phrase that stuck with me and it was, even if what you do only impacts one person, it would be irresponsible for you not to share that. Hmm. And so when we talk about impact, yeah, nobody might listen to this, but if one person listens to it and one person, their life changes because of our message, because of this lesson, it would be irresponsible if we didn't put that out there. So so yeah, so getting back to the comedy. Uh, so when I started my business 11 years ago, I was coming off of working a job where I was making $175 a day. And I was hustling and grinding for 10, 11, sometimes 14, 15 hours a day. Ooh. And I just had enough. I was like, this, I can't keep doing this. And finally told my boss, I was like, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. 
because, mm-hmm. and, and it was scary. I had no backup plan. There was no plan B. I was in the middle of a bankruptcy. My house had just been foreclosed on. I was in the middle of a divorce. It was a really dark time 11 years ago. And, um, you know, it was, it was really tough. It was really degrading. But I said, you know what? In the middle of a recession, God's got me. And he would not have put this burning desire in my heart if I wasn't supposed to do something with it. And so I just had faith and stepped out, started having conversations with people, started helping people. And it took a while. It took a good six months before it started to take a lot of traction. And I was really blessed to be able to have the very little that I had at that time. But the thing is, is that I had seen other successful people. And so I knew, Hey, if I know that Bill Gates and Steve jobs weren't born with an extra leg or an extra arm or something like that, there's nothing special about them that made them any more capable than me. Mm -hmm. We all, we all came out butt naked (laughs) and we're all going to turn into dust Mm -hmm. when we die. That's right. So all of us come into the world the same way and all of us leave the world the same way. There's nothing special about them. There's nothing special about me that makes me any more capable than anybody else. And so seeing that someone else can do it means that it can be done. And so I just started bringing value, started going to work and looking, and I didn't always get it right. Uh, I, there were plenty of days where I did not do what I was supposed to do. Like Mark says, I did not make good choices. (laughs) I ran after the wrong stuff and did it for the wrong reasons a lot. Um, and then a couple of years ago, after several years of working, something happened and I made for myself in profit one day over a thousand bucks. And I thought to myself, wow, this is the most money I've ever made in one day. If I could do it today, I could do it again. Mm. And then I look and be like, okay, what did I do today that made that happen? And so I started logging. I started documenting my days. Like, what did I do? Everything from I got up at 6.27 a.m. or 5.35 a.m. and went and used the bathroom and brushed my teeth. And then I took my shower. I I started logging my time and seeing, okay, what, what out of my day am I doing that is putting me towards that goal? And then I started to break down those different pieces of my day. Like, okay, these things are things that help me get there. So how can I do more of these things and these other things that didn't help me get there? How can I do less of those things? So, you know, eating breakfast and having the right fuel for my body so that I've got energy throughout the day that helps me make more money. So I need to do that more often. I need to, that needs to be a consistent thing in my day. Um, prayer time, meditation, devotional, reading my Bible, 
energizes my brain. It puts perspective in things. It gives me that gratitude. So that needs to be a part of my day. Um, going out and helping people, not just looking for the money. Um, that helped. And just a side note on that. If your focus is on money, you're never going to get it. <laughs> yeah, well said. And, and true words never been spoken, man, because it's, it's one of those things that uh, money is a tool and it finds its way to the people that are going to use it as a tool, not the people that are desperate to have it. It's kind of like, uh, you know, if you're, if you, you go to a bar and you see a, you know, a cute girl, if you're into girls and you you, you ask her out and you're like, Hey, you know, I'd love to take you out sometime. And I don't know, I don't have much game. I'm not saying, you know, so like, don't look, don't look to me for like pickup artist stuff. But, but the idea here is if you're confident in yourself and you're not worried about the outcome, that's, there's a lot better chance that that, that girl's going to go out with you. than if you show up and you're like, oh, man, I really need to go out. You're so pretty. Oh man. Will you please go out with me? I love you. You know? And if you replace <laughs> that with money, you know, that girl ain't going out with you. Cause she's like, um, creepy, you know, stalker. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, too needy for me. Um, money's kind of the same way. Uh, you know, if, if money sees that you're desperate and you're clinging on and to it and, and, and you look, you're looking at this as a, you know, like it's, um, the scarcity mindset, that money's not going to find you, man. That money's not going to come to you. It's like money's looking for a money is looking for a safe and secure home that it's going to be exercised properly. And oh, yeah. if you're not willing to do that, you ain't getting it. Well, Jesus himself said in, in the parable of the talents, you can be trusted with little, can be trusted with much. So it's all about what are, what are you doing to bring value? Can you be trusted with the little that you have? Can you be grateful for where you're at and willing to grind for where you want to go? And like I said, it's, it's not about the money. It's about bringing the value. It's about finding your passion, doing the things that you love and doing that 100% with everybody. And you'll get your reward. And sometimes it'll be a lot of money. Sometimes it will be peace of mind. I've gotten to the point now, comma days, they're great. They're fantastic. And I celebrate them. But for me, the biggest celebrations are impact. It's, it's moved from less about like my focus is not, you know, the comma day gets celebrated and the money gets watched, but that's not what the focus is. The focus is on impact because if you make an impact, the money follows it. Like if I go out and it's like, how many people can I help today? How many people can I simplify their system for them? How, how many people can I go out there and they're just scratching their head about this problem that they've got with their phone or their Wi-Fi or whatever? How many times can I make that simple for them and save them from that time vortex? And the more I do that, the more I help people, yeah, the money comes in, yep. but it's, it's all about the impact. Well, speaking of impact, I think it's, I think it's time to uh, crack your cranium open and dig into this brain. We'll do a little do zone diagnostic, see how it works. You ready? 
Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I'm trying to come up with like the most morbid descriptions possible just for, just for comic relief. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be like doing the bone saw by the end of the year or something. I don't know. But um, <clears throat> so what this is, Dallas is, this is a series of five questions I ask every guest so that we can see how you work soak up all the knowledge that we can just rapid fire. First thing that comes to mind. So number one, what's the one thing you do that keeps you focused on your goals? Oh, wow. I would say prayer. It puts me back in focus. And how do you get back on track? And you, maybe you kind of answered this, but how do you get back on track when you lose that focus? Oh, that's a tough one because as an IT person, I have shiny object syndrome all over the place. Mm. So it's less about me getting back on track when I lose my focus and more about just something that I pass that just kind of hits me and reminds me, oh, wow, no, you got to get back in perspective. And I think having that focus on God um, knowing that he is the creator of everything. When I see in nature, something amazing, like, let's say I'm just driving around and I see birds flying. It's like, they should not be able to do that. <laughs> you know, defying gravity like that. Wow. That's really cool. And then it, it brings me back where I need to go. Okay. Got it. And, and who is your support group and how do they keep you accountable? So my support group, my biggest support group starts at home. Hmm. Uh, my wife, my children, they motivate me. They inspire me. They are, they're my people and they encourage me to get up and go. Secondly, uh, you've talked about it a little bit for my apex group. Uh, my apex entrepreneurs, they keep me accountable. They're like, Hey, have you made your post today? Hey, are you working on building your machine? Are, are you doing this? Are you doing that? And um, in my church group, right, I'm a part of a very small church right now. And I'm really enjoying that. And just the, the men there, we do a Bible study every week and we sit down and be like, okay, where did, where did you win? Where did you struggle? you know, what, what kind of impact are you having? And it's, it, that's pretty much where I go. Got it. And, and how Dallas, how do you approach a difficult project that you're not really sure how to complete? Wow. Um, well, the first thing I do is I lean on my people. Hmm. I'll, I think the first step to growth is realizing that you're not fully grown. So when a client comes to me with a project and says, Hey, I need you to do this. And I look at it like, Whoa, that's huge. That's way too much. Um, the first thing I do is I reach out to my groups. I'm like, Hey guys, I, I let me be vulnerable. Let me be honest. Let me be real. I have this huge opportunity in front of me. And I don't know if I can handle it on my own. Do you guys have any resources? Can I um, tap into some of y'all for some advice, work? Maybe y'all can come in and help me out and stuff like that. Really getting into your group. 
I, I love what you just said there. The first step to growth is realizing that you're not fully grown. Mm-hmm. The first step to growth is, well, understanding that you got to grow, <laughs> that you're always going to keep growing. That's, that's cool, man. That's worth the price of admission right there. What you just said. And so last, last question, Dallas, what's the number one pro tip that you'd give to someone looking to get more stuff done in less time? When we talked about it first, give before you get in everything that you do in every area give there is a law of reciprocity that says that you receive what you give and so you want more time give time spend that even if it's just 15 or 30 minutes in the morning give that time back to god be like God, I'm, I'm right here. I'm willing to listen to you. I'm willing to soak you in. I'm willing to give you the first little bit of my day. And all I'm asking in return is that you let me take you with me throughout the day. And when you do that, he goes with you. And I'm telling you, those, those days that I spend time deep in him, deep in his word, deep in prayer and meditation and devotion, those are the days that I'm not scrambling. I'm not hurting. I'm not frustrated because he walks with me throughout the day. Awesome. Yeah. Well said, man. I appreciate you sharing that with me. And so tell me a little bit about your business. I know we've talked about how, how you operate, how uh, you ended up there, how you have comma days, how you support your employees, but, but what is it you actually do? You know, that that's a great question. I, I don't really try to plug and advertise myself a lot, but uh, let me, let me see if I can. Well, we're here. We're, we're, we're in that spot in the podcast where, you know, you, you've, you have provided sufficient value and you've, you've taken us on a journey and you have earned the right to say, Hey, this is what I do. And I'm really proud of it. And this is who I serve. And and you should reach out to me if that's you. Cool. So my business is Dallas tech doctor. That's my primary business. And we do computer repairs, upgrades, network upgrades. We um, provide whole home, home, whole office, Wi-Fi systems. And my target market is small businesses home-based businesses and high-end residential. And we just provide an one-stop shop for all of your tech needs and tech services. There you go. And, and who is your kind of target market? Is it, is it location specific or do you, do you operate in a large area? Well, right now we're in the Dallas, Texas area. And convenient with your name being Dallas. I mean, if, yeah. so if you move to Little Rock, do you have to change your name to Little Rock Jones? You know, that is a great <laughs> question because we are in the growth period and growth process. My goal is to expand the business to where we are not just in Dallas, Texas, that we're everywhere. And I will say, you know, there's a California pizza kitchen in Dallas, Texas. They That's didn't right. change their name to Dallas Pizza Kitchen <laughs> or Texas Pizza Kitchen. That's, That's California right. Pizza Kitchen. That's right. And so, I think that we could open a Dallas tech doctor in LA and 
people be like, yeah, free cowboy hats. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing when uh, I moved to Texas because like hardly anybody's actually from here. Most people move here and um, I'm actually from Kentucky. And uh, when I moved here um, legitimately, I had friends asking if people ride their horses to work. <laughs> And I'm like, no, dude, it's not actually the old West. I mean, it's, it's like present day. <laughs> we have cars and roads <laughs> and not everybody's wearing a cowboy hat with boots and spurs. So mm -hmm. yeah, I get it. So cool. Dallas tech doctor. And so you're serving mostly people in the Dallas area and uh, what, what kinds of, is it, is it business? Is it uh, residential? You know, who's, who's your ideal client? So my ideal client is a small business. Um, we're talking less than 20 employees and, you know, they've got computers, they've got people that they need to keep track of. Maybe they've got a little services based business where they have field technicians, or maybe it's just an office where they do fulfillment and work with people. Uh, a lot of my clients are in the services business, whether it's uh, janitorial services, dentists, doctors, um, you know, physical therapists, uh, trainers, and that kind of stuff. Okay, cool. And, uh, where can somebody, somebody who fits that profile and, and needs, needs that kind of it support, where can they learn more about you? So my website is dallastechdoctor.com. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Dallas tech doctor. And if anybody wants to connect with me personally, you can look me up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Dallas JNS. Dallas JNS. Very good. Excellent, man. Uh, Dallas, really appreciate you coming on here. Uh, I know we went, we went deep on the gratitude and we went deep on really understanding what you get to do and what you got to do and celebrating those wins and the comma days. And, you know, it's just so much value that I was able to soak out of this conversation. Thank you so much to uh, for coming on here and, and sharing that message with our audience. And thank you, Josh, for doing this podcast. That's right. Getting that do zone. And you know, what's interesting is, you know, things, things don't always go perfectly. That imperfect action is always better than perfect in action. And whenever I do these podcasts, I don't typically edit or change a lot of things because it's like, Hey man, we're just a couple of guys doing stuff and it's not going to be perfect. If you're expecting perfection, you know, I'm not going to edit my life. Now, if there's something egregious, like, you know, you, you just go on this like racist tirade, I'm, I'm probably going to edit that out, you know, <laughs> but, but for the most part, what I want the, the vibe that I want to get here is nobody's perfect. But the people that are getting stuff done are the people that are they're getting up on a Saturday morning, like you and I, and we're sitting here and we're doing the work that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to get it exactly right. We're not going to have the perfect thing to say that's going to roll right off of our tongue. And we may like lose our train of thought or something like that, but that doesn't matter. What matters is, can we get to the heart of the matter? Yeah. And today we got to the heart of the matter. Uh, and I think a lot of people uh, are getting tired. I think our culture is starting to get tired of the highlight reel and the Instagram influencer where everybody just has their life so perfectly assembled and put together. 
And so I like that authenticity where we can be real, we can be raw, we can be vulnerable because the world needs more vulnerability. The world needs more people that are willing to go out there and say, you know what? I am so grateful for what I have, including the struggles that I have and the vulnerabilities that I have. Alice, the, the world needs more people like you, to be perfectly honest and candid. And I really appreciate you, man. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate you also, my friend. We're going to wrap up from here, guys. Thanks so much to our guest, Dallas Jones, for joining us and sharing some of his wisdom on how he gets stuff done. If you're in the Dallas area and you have a small business and you're looking for some IT support, you can visit dallastechdoctor.com and learn more about that. And you can also connect Dallas there. And uh, he is not moving. He's not going to change his name to Little Rock, no matter how much you ask him. So, hey, uh, if you are a busy entrepreneur looking to get to the next level, head over to thedozone.com for more productivity tips, tools, and strategies. And you can also join our Facebook group of the same name. Until next time, remember, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do with yours? I have a job for you. Open up your phone or get out a piece of paper and write down these three questions. Number one, what is one important task I can get completely done today? Number two, when can I start it? And number three, what impact will that have on my life? Now answer these questions as best you can every single day this week. Then commit to taking action daily. Now you're in the do zone, baby. Let's go. Need some help with accountability? Are you stuck where you're at and not sure how to break through the barrier in front of you? Join the DZ tribe for free by visiting thedozone.com. We're a group of hyperactive entrepreneurs who want to help you get more stuff done. Oh, one more thing. If you know somebody who needs to hear this message, share it with them. Text them, email them, send them a DM on social media, smoke signals, carrier pigeons, whatever. Be sure to tag us at The Do Zone. Also, keep the five-star written reviews coming over on iTunes. That helps new people find the show, hear it, and get themselves into The Do Zone as well. And always remember, the road to success is paved with imperfect action. So what are you waiting for? (laughs) Go do something already. See you next time.